0: remember, I remember Lorenzo's very first fiery five and, uh, it was amazing. And Lorenzo, it's very hard to believe that Lorenzo's been here maybe 13 months because it feels like he's been here forever because he's just a part of awaken. He's a part of first church. He is a part of our community. He's a part of the family. And, uh, I just love to see I love to talk about him. I talk about him all the time, different people. I don't know if he knows that he does now, but, uh, I like to talk about him to other people because his story is so amazing. And boy, when Lorenzo sells out, he sells out and, uh, he gave it his all. And very quickly he got the Holy ghost very quickly. He was baptized and it was just all boom, boom, boom. and was awesome to see. And he didn't burn out. He continued and he continued. And he continues. And now he's going to Urshan, where the Lord is going to do great things there. And I'm just so proud of Lorenzo. And I know that he has a word for us tonight. I know he's super nervous, but I try to act really, really, really bad at leading. So I would ease him a little bit. So that way he won't be as nervous. So please uh, listen to Lorenzo as he brings the word.
1: Bibles. Today I would like to start in Matthew chapter seven, verse thirteen through fourteen. <clears throat> enter ye in at the, sorry, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in there thereof, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find. Thank you. You maybe see it. Thank you. <clears throat> I'd like to talk about how the path to heaven isn't easy or isn't comfortable. It's, it's hard. If it was easy, this church would be filled. There would be no room in here, right? And on that path, you will have many distractions. You will have, have the devil tempting you and trying to get you off your path, right? You see, sometimes what the devil does, he doesn't shove you all the way off the path. He'll push you a little bit, right? He'll, he'll, he'll do little things to, to cut you off and, 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 and try to get you off the path. He'll convince you that sin is not a big deal. He'll convince you that your sin is small and God doesn't even see it because it's so small and, and it's just hidden. And all you have to do is just, just hide and everything will be okay. Today, I'm here to tell you that he's wrong, okay? You see, what the devil will do. Sorry, one second, I am very nervous. (laughs) Okay, I'd like to read from, uh... oh yes. He'll convince you that your sin is small that it doesn't matter. The God can't even see it. He'll push you a little bit and a little bit at a time. You'll be walking on the path, the straight and narrow, as we all know. And he'll he'll do small things. Small things to to, to gain your head, to get you off the path. He'll he'll shove you a little bit and shove you a little bit. You'll still be on the path. I'm just a little bit to the right, you know, there's there's still gravel here and there's some rats there, and then he'll shove you some more, and before you know it, you're, you're off the path, but you know you're right next to the path, and you can see it, and you know how to get right back to it, but before you know it, he'll keep pushing you and pushing you and pushing you and do these small things. Before you know it, you're looking around, and you can't even see the path anymore, and you're lost. You're lost in your sin, and I just wanted to tell you today, I just wanted to come here and tell you that there's a way to fight that. I like to start. There's a way to fight that. We can. There's different things you can do to stay connected with God and And strengthen your relationship with him. There's praise and worship, which is my personal favorite. Uh, Pray without uh, ceasing. You you continue in your prayer life. Strengthen your prayer life. Talk to him every day and every second that you can. By reading and studying the word of God. And by fasting. Book of Psalms 150 verse 6. Let everything that hath breath praise the lord and praise ye the lord i would like to start by talking about how the path to heaven of course it's easy as i said before excuse me i'm got off my nuts a little bit <clears throat> Heaven, the path to heaven is not easier comfortable the devil is going to try to distract you and tempt you with sin the entire way i want to talk about a few ways to stay on the path of god and strengthening your relationship with God by giving him the praise and worship he deserves, praying without ceasing, reading and studying the word of God, and by fasting. Read. Did I read? am going to read it again, cause, just in case. Psalms 115 and 6. <laughs> Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. Next one, 1 Thessalonians 5, chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's the will of God for you to have a relationship with him. And be transparent with him every step of the way. See, there's things that we we may not want to talk about with our family, we may not want to talk about with our friends, and, and maybe not even our pastor, but God already knows those things. He can see straight through us. He 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 knows what we do in the dark and what we do in the light and what we pretend who we are when he knows who we truly are. See. It's really hard to keep a relationship going if I'm sorry. It's really hard to keep a relationship going if you don't spend time any time with the other person. You see, we can we can say that we have a relationship with God and we can say that. We're all for him, and we're all in. But if we never spend any time with him, we never talk to him, do we even know him? Does he know us? Yeah. Um, if we want to stay connected with God, we have to have a relationship with him through prayer. You know, simply having a conversation with him, simply talking to him every day telling him our problems, thanking him for everything he's done and everything he will do in our lives. I'd like to go to Second 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of, of truth. Studying the word of God and spending time with him when you study the Word of God and you spend time with him, it becomes easier to see the lies of this world has to offer. There's a lot of things that the Bible clearly states that are wrong, but, it's e- but I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There are a lot of things the Bible clearly states that is wrong, but it's easy to fall into the temptations because sin is fun for a season. But every season has, to, has an end, and the consequences of it are not enjoyable. I would like to go back to Matthew 6, some verses uh, 17 through 18. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face. That thou appear not to men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. You see, when we fast, we don't fast for other people. We don't. Fast for this world. We don't fast to look cool, to post on uh, social media, "Hey, I'm, I'm I'm fasting this week." Don't don't talk to me, or please don't offer me food. Um, <laughs> that that's not what we're doing. We're, we're we're there to to strengthen our relationship with God. So He, yeah, strengthen our relationship with God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, with God, and not for this world. We also fast to get His attention, if you will. You know. And we fast to, um, I'm sorry, attention, so we can find his will for our lives and, and uh, guidance. Sometimes when we need answers to things that seem like they're, they're never going to come, we don't, we don't know everything, and we just need answers in this world. So we'll fast. We'll, we'll reject our flesh, you see. We'll, we'll do something. That our body does not want to do. We'll basically say no. And that is not easy. I'll tell you that much. In this in this world, you'll have so many temptations. So many distractions on your path or your walk with God. I ask you to stay steadfast and, and, and do these things. If you do these things, your walk with God, it won't be easy. I'm not going to lie with you. I've been here for roughly a year, and it has not been easy. My life has been better, but it has not been easy. But I have a family here. This church is my family. And they have helped me with these things. They have taught me these things. And I thank them for that. Now, thank you guys for listening. Thank you.
0: That was awesome, Zoe. I like what he said about you're off the path, but you can see it so you feel safe. Mm, No, I want to be firmly planted in the middle of that path. And to do that, I need to make sure I'm praying, I'm fasting, and I'm worshiping him. That was a great word, Lorenzo. Now, this next person has been here forever. (laughs) Oh, don't cry, Sheila. Emma is amazing and uh she's leaving me too. And um I I asked her months ago in advance because I wanted to make sure that she didn't she doesn't back out. So <laughs> she can't say I didn't give her enough time. So I want to make sure I gave plenty of time because I know that the Lord impresses on her, the Lord speaks to her, the Lord, the Lord gives her a word and um I'm just really ready to hear what the Lord has for us through her. I love this young lady. I'm going to miss her when she leaves me forever. And um <laughs> This game, we used to fight all the time. Anyway, uh, I love Emma. Listen to her as she brings the word. Uh,
2: I would like to start off by saying thank you to uh, my pastor and to Sister Sheila for allowing me to be up here. Um, I'm going to be reading from Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. The Lord our God spake unto us in Oreb, saying, Ye have dwelt long enough in this mount, turn you, and take your journey, and go to the mount of the Amorites, and unto all the places nigh thereunto, in the plains, in the hills, in the vale, and in the south, and by the seaside, to the land of the Canaanites, and unto Lebanon, unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To give unto them and their seed after them. Thank you for saying you can be seated. The title of my message tonight is Long Enough. A little backstory to where we're at when we just read that. Um, the Israelites were just freed from being, well, not just freed, but they were freed from being slaves um, and they were headed to their promised land. But it was taking quite some time. It took them 40 years to get there um, because they were a bunch of complainers. (laughs) And so it ended up taking them a long time, longer than God had intended. Um, But they complained a lot. And at one point, they even said that they were better off as slaves. They would rather be slaves than to dwell in the uncertainty of the wilderness. And we judged them for that. We judge them for complaining. We judge them for wanting to turn back because we're like, we see what God has for them. But yet we do the same thing. God has something great for us. But when we're in the wilderness, we turn to complainers. And then we say, we'd almost rather go back to being slaves, back to being slaves to the world, to sin and to our flesh. We please our flesh so much that it becomes routine and we start to believe the enemy and think it's okay. We do it so much, we don't even realize the effects it has on us. And when we do realize, the second we're freed from our sins and the hold it has on us, we expect God to place us in the promise he has for us. But the second he doesn't, we question him. We turn our life over to God and then suddenly feel like he's abandoned us. He hasn't abandoned us. He's just walking beside us to our promise. He's walking with us to our promise. He's waiting for us to step into it. But many times we're like the Israelites, we wander around in circles, we go right back to the things we already struggled with, we go around opening doors that have already been shut, because we think that we, because we've already overcame it, that we can just step back into it, and that's where we go wrong, we just think that we can just kind of crack the door, you know, just look back a little bit, because we're strong enough to shut it this time. God never intended for us to step back into the battles we already faced. He intended for us to realize what causes us to slip and to stay as far away from those things as possible. Stop expecting God to take away your temptations and start taking yourself out of situations that tempt you. Ask God to help you realize the initial things that cause you to slip before you fall and wonder how you got there. It's easy for us to not see those initial things because a lot of times we do things based off of our emotions but that's not always the best thing to go by. Yes, it's great to feel God when we pray and to have an emotional connection with him. But when we're not on our face in prayer and you're going about your day and there's there's going to be things that you come across that don't necessarily feel wrong. So not only ask God to help you see those things, but dive deep into his word and you'll know what's right, what's right from what's wrong. Your feelings change, but facts never do. In the first verse that I started off with, God addresses the Israelites and he says, you have dwelt long enough in this mount. Turn you and take your journey. Just as God addressed them, I'm here to address the congregation tonight and say, Long enough. The battle you've been facing has been long enough. The addictions you've been struggling with has been long enough. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being in the wilderness, but I'm not satisfied with being a slave. I'm ready to step into the promises God has for me, and I hope you do
0: the same. That's a great word, Emma. Let's stand. I want to encourage everyone to come to the front. And I want you to pray that if you're lost in the wilderness, if you've strayed from the path, it's been long enough. It's not too late. It's been long enough. So come to the front. Talk to the Lord. If you need help finding your way back to that path, if you need to rededicate yourself, tonight's the night to do it. Just because it's youth service doesn't mean that the Lord can't move, can't change your life. And so I encourage everyone, if you feel comfortable, to come to the front to pray talk to the Lord.